Yeah. Uh, so uh, so uh, I think he needs to turn up the volume so we can hear it because I think he turned it down on the vehicle. Yeah. Um, uh, 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 Item number one, mayoral appointment of Anthony Gallant as a member of the Zoning Board of Appeals to serve as sex officer for a term expiring on the 1st of April 2026. Okay, Okay. Uh, <laughs> the Lord the call and we'll move on to number two. two. Mayor Mayor as a member of the Water and Sewer Commission to serve in such office for a term expiring on the first of April 2026. I honestly don't know. I'm going to say seven years or maybe six. 
pretty bad on zoom i don't know if uh the uh, polycom can can be muted yeah it's pretty bad but i've got bronchitis so Are you okay? Yeah, we're okay. We're just uh
Right, so I think uh, we can go with Marissa next. Kind of. Yeah, 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 uh, I, I, I just, just want to order. Otherwise, otherwise I'm, you know, I really don't get a feel for them. This is going to be a tough one because I understand, understand it. You've got more candidates than I've got slots. With all due respect, I would agree with President Lafland and Councillor Tillerson that if there's somebody amongst the five of us that are more qualified than the other, you voted for one of us to be your nominee before you had a chance to hear someone with him and qualify that that yeah. would be a chance. So I think that is probably the best happen. Yeah. Well, you also have to remember you're getting appointed tonight. I understand that. Okay. Well, then you're going to be appointed the next meeting. Okay. Okay. Good evening. Uh, my name is Carissa Lindsay. Um, as far as my background and experience or concerns with our relationships to the various school committee, I was formerly the voting commissioner here, the second voting commissioner here in the city of I am currently the voting commissioner for the city of Westfield. I've been certified as a voting commissioner for the past 20 years. Enforcing Massachusetts building codes as far as, as well as national laws that pertain to buildings. I also have a civil engineering degree, associate's degree in civil engineering. I previously sat on the school building committee for the renovation of the Dupont Middle School from the old Jupiter High School. So I have experience with the MFBA and the process that school needs to go through. I also inspected both high schools here in the city of Chicago when they were being constructed. And I'm currently in the process of inspecting and issuing the building permits for a new Franklin Ave Middle School in the city of Westville. Do you have any questions? Yeah. Oh, we're all set. Okay. Uh, <coughs> next question is Michael Stranelli. Michael here? Yeah, I'm here. Currently, I'm an instructor and superintendent of the Congress. Currently building a uh, 167,000 square foot uh, middle school in Long Island. Um, you know, I, 36 years at Parkland Union. I've been running work for Fontaine since 2001. Uh, you know, I'm on a I'm on the planning board here. I have three kids of uh, raised uh, born and raised in Chickpea. I've got grandchildren now that are going to go into these schools. So I really have a best interest in the city and the schools. 
Stephen Morno. Yes, I am. Okay. Steve Morno, I was a referee in a committee for the Dumont Middle School with my friend here. I was a big instructor for Western Instruction for 22 years with fellow workers, and I was an educator for five years in the city of Baltimore. I taught the trade. Um, I am currently in the uh, committee for the uh, renovation of the city hall. We just went through phase one and we're waiting for phase two to start. Any questions from anybody here? Any questions from the council? Okay. Well, we'll move on. <coughs> I'm here. Uh, when I submitted my name to Derek uh, Dilbo some months ago, I really did not expect that uh, engineering and structural experience was completely. Uh, was going to meet criteria or significant criteria. Uh, I have been in uh, education in Chicopee for the last uh, 33 years. I've now retired some, some time now. Uh, I've served on many commissions in the city over the last uh, several years. Um, but I certainly would not want to pretend that I have any construction or uh, engineering experience. All right, here, nobody else. All right. Uh, Good evening, I'm Katie Collins Talbala, and I giving you a lot of feedback, sorry. Um, so thanks for having me here tonight. Um, when I decided to put my name in to be considered for this committee, I thought about the experience that I have. I can bring to the table. I have been working for the JP Fire Department for the last 20 years, and since 2014, I've been working hand in hand with the building department doing fire, life safety, and building inspections throughout the city of Chicopee. I daily review plans for construction projects in the city of Chicopee. I read architectural plans. I look and see if they're compliant for certain things like fire, sprinkler, egress, different things. I also inspect all the city schools here in Chicopee. I've been doing that since 2014 as well. So I see a lot of things like prompt exit doors or lack of storage space or lack of office space, certain things that I've seen throughout the school district and maybe thinking ahead, we could add to various schools to really make it 
the best in the school it could be. Uh, also, both my children attended Barry School, so it's a really a school that's really near and dear to my heart. And my both my children attended Chicken Public Schools. My daughter graduated as recently as 2019, and by the way, she's graduating this Friday from AIC. Very well from that uh, from Chicken Public School Systems for that college. So I'm grateful for the education that we provide our Chicken Public Schools. I just wanted to hear more questions. Oh, yeah, Mr. Chairman, I'd like to make some comments. Mr. Chairman, I'd like to make some comments if I could. Okay. Can you hear me, Fred? Yeah, Fred, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. Well, well uh, first of all, um, yeah, if the IT department, if they could mute one of the two uh, Chickabee accounts, uh, that would, that, I think that would kill a lot of the echo. Um, you know, if they can mute either the city of Chickabee or the Polycom, one of the other, we can hear from the other one. Uh, and second of all, I want to apologize to the committee and to uh, Dr. Gerard. I apologize. I'm not there in person. I don't really have a good reason to be on Zoom. I just uh, misplaced uh, this um, agenda. So I apologize for that. I wanted to speak just in favor um, of Dr. Gerard. Uh, I, uh, I nominated him. Uh, I believe that, uh, you know, he has a lot to offer this committee, especially given his experience uh, as a principal at Litwin School for a very long time. Uh, and so I want to thank him for, for being willing to put his name in the hat. And I also want to speak in favor of uh, Katie Cawbell, um, who obviously goes through a lot of the building plans for the fire department uh, and uh, has a lot to offer through uh, the fire department lens. Uh, so I want to speak in favor of those two uh, nominations. Thank you. Okay, thank you. Uh, Councilor Piniak Castello, is there anything you wanted to add? I, I would just... Uh echo exactly the same words that Councillor Dobas has stated with the two applicants uh, from his ward. Um, they are outstanding citizens in Chicopee. Both have served the community well. Um, I can remember substituting at a time when Dr. Gerard was at Litwin School, and we can't thank Captain Katie enough for all her service for the city of Chicopee. So thank you, Councillor Dobas, for making those kind words and letting the public know how outstanding these two citizens are. I apologize for not being there. I haven't been here for a while because <laughs> I'm suffering from bronchitis and a respiratory infection. But if I could be there, I would be there and again thank all the applicants for their kind work. Thank you. 
Thank you, Councillor Costello. Oh, I think Councillor Lopez. Oh, I speak. Jim. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to be in favor of both uh, Captain Katie um, and Carissa Kapoor. Um, Captain Katie was my nomination uh, for this committee. I think she's more than qualified and has experience beyond what is actually asked for um, in, in the recommendations made by the nominating documents that we're using. Um, and also, Carissa has more experience than what we can actually ask for for this committee. So those are two very solid nominations. Carissa has reached out to all of us, so she's kind of like, everyone's nominated to a certain extent, and I, I applaud uh, the willingness to put herself out there. Um, and then we look to Oscar Yala. Uh, you were actually already in talks. Captain Katie had already recommended you, um, but you beat us to the fight, so thank you for doing that. And uh, thank you both for your willingness to serve, and especially thank you for your willingness to come back and say, uh, All right. Greg? Yeah, uh, I'm just going to speak on uh, We have a lot of qualified people here. But one thing I, I do want to, uh, uh, Carissa, Mike, and um, and uh, see, these people all have the qualification by the state requirements. Um, they have served on the city of Chicago. And city of now, again, I know them all, but we have to keep in mind that these three people have the qualifications by the state requirements that we, we should look at. I know Mike, I believe, uh, built the senior center, helped build the senior center for Chicopee. Carissa's been involved with a lot of it. And, and Steve has been on all these committees already for the city. And they also they also meet the requirements for the state. So I hope these two people are somewhat qualified to be nominated tonight. Um, so I want to just bring that forward. The requirements that are required by the state. Thank you. Um, so to be clear, I'm not saying that those folks were not qualified. I was just simply speaking in favor of the nomination of these two. No, and I didn't say all of them. I'm just saying we have to follow the I also would add to the list of people that I qualified, Captain Kate, according to the statute, she would be considered qualified based on her experience on the fire department. And all of those things, when you put them in tandem, engineering has a lot to do with the fire, architecture has a lot to do with the fire department, her position on the fire department oversees a lot of what I would believe after I read the statute that is would actually qualify. Well, and I'm not questioning her. I'm not questioning her. I'm, I'm, I'm just stating what I think is I guess to our attorney, um, I guess, well, I guess we could ask if somebody, since there's six applicants in five slots, I guess we could ask if somebody wanted to withdraw their nomination. And if not, then what would the next step be to vote them individually or? Right. That would be my suggestion. Okay. We can send all six up to the council for any consideration. We can try to whittle them down to five, but again, this is a recommending body to the full council. The full council will make a final decision, but the applicants are aware we have five slots to pick applicants. I guess I'll ask just in case. Uh, does anybody wish to with, wish to withdraw tonight from nomination? Before we go any further, so. okay, that's fine. I just wanted to put it out there just in case. All right, thank you.
I think they're all highly intelligent, uh, educated, and worthwhile people for the committee. I think we should send it all to the full, full uh, committee, full okay. council. That's, that's true. All right. I guess so. If we were going to do that, uh, Attorney Garvey, I guess the motion would be to approve all the submitted names tonight. To or what would be the formal motion to give? If we wanted to do all of them. Each one individually, and each one individually will be okay on our Tuesday's agenda. They'll have to get five or six. Okay. Each name that have been nominated, someone can make a motion to approve. Second, the motion will take a roll call. Okay. Are you all, all set up for that, Carla, where we would call the roll for each of them? Okay. All right. Just let us check. She does. Um, I don't know how we're going to do it here. Yeah. Do we have the order? Yeah. I guess it could be. Uh, I guess we could put their names across here and then. Yeah. Put them put order where you want them to be. All right. I guess it's a roll call. Yeah. I'm just putting them up at the top and then, as I'm understanding it, we're going to vote all of them in. I need to look at the I'm just trying to fill them all in on one piece of paper. to keep this as neat as possible. Can you just give me some clarification? I thought uh, the uh, nominations would go to a special meeting and we would vote at that time. I, I'm sorry, what was, what was that again, Councilor Douglas? If you could just give me some clarification. I was under the impression that the nominations uh, would get sent to a special city council meeting and they would get voted on at that time. Uh, what's the the process? Does the committee narrow down the nominations, and then and then what happens from there? What's what's the process here? I believe, according uh, after discussing it with our attorney, uh, is and I I can't speak for the whole committee, but I think we're gonna we're gonna vote each one individually, um, and then the results of that will go to the full city council. I think in general. We're probably going to vote for all six and then let it be whittled down to the five at the full city council meeting so that way all the councilors can have a say in it. Um, I think that's maybe the fairest way uh, to do it. So I think that's the intent of the committee. I mean, I can't speak for the other members until we do the roll call, but I, I think there, I don't believe there's going to be a special city council meeting to uh, for for the for the uh, close of nominations and approval uh, to that uh, school building 
uh, commission. I think it's going to be part of the regular city council, no, next city council. I, no. Oh, it's not? No, I'm calling a meeting on May 18th of a special meeting to vote for. It's okay. not going to be done. I guess I stand corrected. Uh, there'll be a special, but it's a full city council meeting. Yeah, let's the city council meeting. So the process is as follows. Council meeting on for the, for just that for the, the 18th, uh, uh, okay. Did that answer, uh, help answer your, your question, Councilor Gilbus? Uh, yes, thank you, Councilor Krampitz. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right. I'll turn the volume down again to help prevent the echo. Uh, uh, Councilor Costello, are you all set or did you have a question? All set. All set. All set. Thank you. Um, <clears throat> I'd like a motion that we accept them, all of them tonight. And move, okay. them to the, move them to the regular meetings next week. We got to do it individually, Jim. I, I'm waiting for an attorney to answer oh, the question. Okay. All right. So we're, we're going to do each one individually. So we'll start with the first round of the agenda, Joshua Clark. Some will nominate him, some will second him, we'll take a roll call. We set off the sheet. I'll, I'll, okay, we'll start. I'll nominate Josh Clark uh, to be a member of the uh, building commission. And a very school. Second. 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 Roll call, Hagman. Carla. Yes. 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 And Carla, you did hear Councilor Costello vote, yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, I guess probably it'll be just. Uh, is it, Josh is up here. Yeah. Thank you to the uh, committee. I'll be up in two minutes. Let's see. Well, because I have all five written on the oh, same okay. sheet for now. So. Underneath, <laughs> okay.
And uh, Councilor Pidiak Costello was voting via Zoom in favor. All right, five in favor and none against. Oh, second. Oh, you signed it. We ought to put it right. And now we, well, you can keep it there because now we're going to, uh, uh, I'll nominate uh, Carissa Lassie for the uh, Anna Berry Building uh, Commission. Second. Yes. 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 And five to zero in favor of uh, Ursula C. I'll nominate Mike Stranelli for the Mary uh, School Board. Second. Yes. Yes. Nominate Norman Gerard. We're we're not quite there yet, but uh, in, in a moment. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Fred. <laughs> we're we're still signing the sheet, so sorry. We're, we're getting there. Keep it all straight. 
And five in favor. And we're not going to accomplish anything here tonight. Right. You started. Right. We're going to wind up with this. I don't get this. Somebody should eliminate. It. What are we doing here? We're turning it over to the, the full council for a vote to see if who wants to eliminate. And then all six. Giving everybody a chance on the city council to, to vote to do the vote. Add that at a regular meeting. All righty, five in favor and zero uh, against. And uh, Councillor Costello, you wanted to make a nomination? Yes, please, Fred. I'd like to nominate Norman Gerard. Okay. Thank All you. Right. We'll second. Second that. Please call the roll for Norman Gerard. Councillor Yes. 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 No, oh, it's uh, he's on the bottom. Ah, <laughs> uh, Jeff, right here for Norman. For Norman. Underneath yours, Norman. Yeah, underneath you. Yeah. We feel like we're going around in circles here. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. Knocking it off. We're getting down there. Uh, Fred, you're doing a good job. <laughs> Take care of your cold. It's bronchitis. Okay. That's a that's a yeah. That's a bad cold. cold. <laughs> <laughs> Real bad cold. <laughs> You're right there. You're welcome. You over at Pinnabird t shirt? No. My girlfriend's a t shirt, so maybe that's rubbing off. Uh, five in favor, zero against for Norm Gerard. I, I would like to nominate Katie. Second. Who's that? Katie Collins. Katie Collins. Second. Yeah, please second it. Yeah. Um, please call Thanks. the roll for Katie Collins Collins, please. Councilor Johnson. Yes. 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 I'd like to nominate Mr. Sarnelli. Hold on. Hold on. What's that? I believe you are going to get my name. Oh, we're doing them all over again. No, we just got one left. Steve left. Steve left. Yeah, if you, if you wish to leave, yeah, I think we're, we're all set. That's all of them. Okay. Well, no, we still have one more. Uh, five in favor and zero against. We miss it. I think 
He's up there? Yeah. Yep. Did you you said you wanted to nominate him? Yes. Yeah. Uh, Second. Second uh, nomination for Stephen Morno by uh, Councillor Tillerson and seconded by Councillor Roy. Okay. Please call the roll, Carla. Yes. 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 Try to get it in there. <laughs> I think we can do that. Take a quick one. Okay. Uh, five in favor and zero against for uh, Stephen Mornell. So thank you to all the applicants for the uh, School Building Commission for coming out tonight. Thank you, guys. Come to chat with us, sounds good. No comments. Four to four. We haven't had any he's he's on his way out or out, so well no, he's he's I think he's here in the audience, isn't he? Yeah, he's right there. Yeah, so yeah. Yeah, so you uh yeah, for uh, we're on item four now. Right here. What are the resources? Service training. I'll 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 read the order. Uh, the order that the Human Resource Department provide monthly follow-up to the City Council regarding progress of the previously discussed implementation of the HRIS system and the status of current projects. These updates are to be provided to the Human Resources Committee meetings uh, to be scheduled on a monthly basis. Um, and Paul is here, so uh, if you come up to the table, please. One of your last official acts. Where is he going, you know? He's, he's coming up here to the table. Where is he going from here? I don't know the city, but I know he's, yeah. Hot seat. Hot seat. Hot seat. Good evening, gentlemen. Good evening. Oh. Good evening. Uh, 
This order was, uh, I believe, was filed by uh, Councillor Lopez and also Councillor Delis as well, I think. Yes. Councillor Pinacostello as well. Um, so I guess if you can give us uh, an update, and then if there are questions from the committee or the other councillors. Um, sure. So uh, as the city knows, I'm departing. Um, I have, I'm sorry, uh, let me give you a microphone. Yeah, sure, absolutely. Bring it. Sorry about that. <laughs> Can you hear me okay? Yeah, if you can just state your name and title for the record. Owen Fair, Chief HR Officer. Okay, thank you. Um, so, as the city knows, I am departing. I chose to resign from my position. Um, the HR department is in a pretty significant transitional period that took a lot of to um, Knowing that the, the counselors that have put this forth. Uh, this uh, order forward had an interest in that. Um, I was invited to attend the last city council meeting, which I did, and spoke on it. Um, I think all the statements that I've made during that meeting still stand. Um, I think a couple things that are important to note about why I, I think this is actually a, a positive thing to do. Um, outside that, one, I'm going to just fairly acknowledge, and I think an attorney would probably acknowledge the same that HR is certainly a function of uh, an executive function, right, in nature, but. I think over the years we've seen HR um, had a, a, a number of transitions, you know, and after some period of time, there's got to be some questions that are asked as to why those transitions keep happening. Um, and as someone who studied the entire history of this department, I know the answers to those questions. Um, but what I truly think sh should happen going forward is that for the items that do become uh, uh, concerned to those that have a regard to the constituents, that there should be some answers that are provided. Um, I don't think there's any harm in updates, right? So I think I think there's that if someone wants to let in, let the the, the the council who have a concern for your own constituents know what the updates are. Uh, the way I understand HR to be is that we serve the workforce that serves the people. Um, it is our job to make sure that we hire, we train, we develop, reprimand, we we manage, uh, we uh, serve the human capital and our, our employees. Um, our workforce and even our retirees, we give benefits to them and, and you know, we answer any questions they may have, some of you even in this room. Um, and, you know, during this time of transition, there's a lot that's going on. I do know that you all are having, uh, it's my understanding um, that Rich Merchant will be returning as an advisor to Sam Wilson, who will help aid in transition of this department. As I mentioned at the last council meeting, I'll mention it again, I'm willing to volunteer any of my time that I can to help the city. Uh, I stand on the words that I said last time. I, it's been an honor and privilege to serve the city. Um, but I know that the, the decision I've made to depart is integral in nature. And as an HR professional, it's the right thing for me to do. Um, you know, but I still think that going forward, the progress and the projects that are happening are significant ones, they're huge. We're taking technology that we've had for quite some time and we're actually putting it in the place stuff that we've been paying for for quite some time we're putting into place and it's going to help us move this department forward. It's going to help us fix some of the errors that have happened over the years. It's going to help us get a really good understanding as to why things happen the way they happen and how things can happen in the future to get things going. Um, but it, it doesn't negate the fact that it should happen and it, it is it's a huge project. Um, it seems small, it seems minute maybe for someone that's not in the weeds and, or in, in the department that understands it in, 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 in context. But for the impact that it has for such a variety of different things, from federal to state reporting to managing just what happens with the employees, 
managing the life cycle of someone's employment um, and afterwards, you know, to, to just making things more efficient for people um, so that they can operate more effectively, I think it's big. But I, if I understand this order, it's not just about that. I think it's about just projects in general. I know there are some projects that are ongoing, some of the successes I spoke to. So we have the HR Policy Committee that can speak to that. Um, you know, I think it's a really good effort. I know one of the areas of opportunities was collaboration for many of the department leaders and union members in the city. I think putting this effort together was successful because it got a lot of them in a room where they could put their mind together and all contribute to the development of policies. We've implemented many policies since. We actually, we now have our first affirmative action plan since 95, I think, which is huge for us. Um, you know, I'm proud of the work that we've done there. I, I hope that continues. I think it's a benefit to the city to do so because policies are ever changing, new laws get enacted, um, and someone's got to keep up with it, right? So there's that. Um, other things are just, uh, there's an audit that's going to be happening pretty soon with regard to benefits. Um, so we have an, we're having an auditor to come in to help clean up benefits because there's been uh, some work to be done there. Um, and we've identified some of that. And I think yeah, that has an interest to the employee, has an interest to the taxpayers, of course, um, because they, they all come from dollars, right? So that I means these are some of the things that I think perhaps it is good to have someone come in and make reports and let, it, let you all know where it's at. That's just my professional opinion, but as you all know, I'm departing. So, I mean, you all are going to make the decision you all feel comfortable and you think is right by your constituents, and I respect that either way. Uh, but my piece is, um, and I'm going to take a second to just say thank you. I've had many of you contact me over the last week or so and just give really kind words. Um, and department heads too, um, that have, you know, contact me and, and extended that just to say thank you. And um, so I'm going to take my two seconds here to say that too. Uh, thank you all for the kind words. And it's been my honor to serve you all, um, you know, and I'm willing to help in any way that I can that the city will allow. But um, in terms of what's ongoing, them bringing this to me and asking me to come and say my piece, I, I think my piece would be professionally, it's my professional opinion that while I very much respect that human resources and executive function, and this should not negate that, I think there's a lot going on right now, and, and, and I don't think it's a harm for the HR department to get all the that anyone could ask about. Um, yeah, that's my three cents. Okay. <laughs> Any questions from the no, committee? I'm sure Councilor Lopez is going to ask a couple of questions to Paul. I'm sure. <laughs> What kind of support um, do you think the department can need next year to pressure? Um, it could be transitional support. I think, um, you know, we're, we're, we're going to see someone come back that's been here a couple times, and, and he's been a mentor of mine. He still is. I think, you know, he's solid hands, to say the least. Um, so there's going to be there's gonna be some transitional support. There's going to be some support to find a successor. I think that's going to be important. Um, and what that strategizes that, I think there needs to be a review of what the value is for that job. Um, you know, I, I, one of the things that I did in my time here is I helped the school department aid in, in their process to find an HR director. But this person is the person who sits up a seat for the city for everyone. Um, so that's going to need some attention. I've given that data. Um, and I, I, that's there and it's existent. I actually did the exact same uh, wage assessment I did for the elected officials um, for that job. So I really hope that that's considered. I think it'll put you all in a position to find the best qualified person. Um, I think there's going to need to be something that speaks to the continuity of planning that's ongoing and the continuity of work. 
Some of these projects cannot fall by the wayside. They're too important. Um, and I truly believe that, and I really hope the city hears me say that. It, it, these, these projects can't fall by the wayside. This department will only move backwards if it does. And HR may not have been as strategic in the 80s when it was just the personnel department and all you really did was process applications and the hiring paperwork, but HR is a whole different world today. Mm -hmm. It is an entirely different world today. And, uh, and if they don't have the tools to be successful, the whole business is set backwards for it. Um, so I think, I think keeping that in mind is going to be important. Um, those are my words of wisdom. Um, Rich Merchant and I, I'm sure, will keep in touch through the ability that the city allows. Um, I'm happy to help, again, this department. I keep emphasizing that because, truly, I think I'm leaving. I, I'd like to say I'm leaving in grace, you know. Um, and um, I just I think that they're going to need that support. They're going to need, um, yeah, I would say just a, someone to, to ensure that the continuity is in place. And, yeah. and I know Rich March is going to come back to aid the department, but... Um, and they're going to have the support of the law department, I would imagine, in this transition. I think that'll be huge. But um, I think technical support is going to be big. I think um, the, the, some branch for which to communicate progress will be big to ensure continuity. Um, and, and I think succession is going to be huge. Um, I'm hoping that whomever you find is the right qualified person to stick around for quite some time. So are you talking about like tools? You're saying it, would that be personnel or software? Or I think both. Both, truly. Yeah. You know, um, I, I think it's both. Yeah. And, and 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 this is not a, a new conversation for some people in the city, but for you all that are asking this now, I think it is both. Mm -hmm. um, you know, when the HR workload expands and your staff doesn't, that work goes somewhere. Mm -hmm. One of the things I mentioned is, I remember. You know, Rich Merchant making the decision as director before this position evolved to what it is now, right? As director to unfund the general's position and create an assistant director. Granted, I benefited from that. I'm going to own that for what it is, right? But in that period when I was the assistant director, I did the entirety of the entire body of work for the general, the assistant director, and most of the work for the director because he was part time anyway. That was that's a lot. Sure is. Um, and granted, I, I was grateful to get the approval to refund the generalist, but I think that's one step in the right direction. That's definitely not the end goal. That's not the finish line by any stretch. Um, what I believe the department is proposing this year is something I hope you all consider. It will help them, it'll help them get to a position where they get a lot for a little. Um, so I have helped them devise what is called a matrix structure in nature. Where you have specialists and generals, these specialists oversee specialized body of work that HR has to perform. Um, you know, that's the training function that I don't think there is an existence of currently. That is safety, where that's going to be realigned to, to actually, you know, to, to be more progressive. Um, and that is realigning the benefits function to be what it is as a benefits manager that actually manages benefits and the full life cycle benefits, not the parts that they're allowed to have. Um, because these are supposed to be your subject matter experts, right? Like you hire these people, that needs to happen. And they will utilize the generalists to perform the operational and the tactical tasks to get the work done. So what do I think when I cost it out is the price of one position, you get three that align you in the right direction. 
um, without actually having to bring in more bodies, you know, that, you know, that I know there are dollars. Um, so I think that's the personnel side of it. But every person that sits in my seat is going to have a different vision. I, I know that in this field. I work with a lot of them outside of here. You know, I'm a part of MMHR. I'm a part of HRMA. Those are two huge HR associations in this area. You know, I'm an HRCI certified member. I know how, you know, my professionals work. Um, and, you know, with that in addition, technology is a big piece. Everything that's happening down there has been manual for too long. Um, and what happens when everything is manual is you leave too much opportunity for error. You need too much opportunity for human error. Something gets missed. Something doesn't process correctly. It's just there's too much of that. Um, I am proud to see that decision makers have come to the table and have green-lighted this to move forward. I think this huge is a step in the right direction. Um, you know, better late than never, in my opinion. But I think these are really big projects where if you don't get there. It's going to be really hard for HR to effectively serve the city, and they have. Like, we have all, everyone in this room, I'd be surprised if someone says that HR has not served you positively here. You know, it's one of the things that I, I make me feel warm leaving here, knowing that just how many comments I've gotten and how many good, you know, you've done great by me, thank you, you know, words I've heard. But, you know, it doesn't, it, what it speaks to is the hard work that this team puts in to know that they do the things the way they're doing it. Um, because the technology is there, it exists. Mm. And it's an investment, some of which we're already paying for, but I think once the investment's there, the cost savings is huge, right? So I think personnel and technology are gonna be the two areas of, uh, to answer all of these questions. I think those are the two big pieces that, that should follow in this departure. And we made some legway here, right? Like we implemented our absolute tracking system, we use parts of our HRIS now, and like I had mentioned in the last meeting, I mean, when I got here, things were thumbtacked to a core board. It was all paper. Like it was, it was. Uh, we were truly behind. Yeah. Um, but it, it does not mean that we're there yet. There's always more that can be done. Um, and I think the I think the big push needs to happen, and and, and I think it'll get there. I think if my departure teaches this city nothing else, it, it gives it a roadmap to get to where it needs to be. Well, you'll be sorely missed, that's for sure. Thank you. Thanks, Jason. Uh, what roadblocks do you anticipate as you move towards more personal technology? I think some of the roadblocks are going to come by. The, the biggest thing that happens in any business um, is change is hard. Okay? Change is really hard for people. But Find me one successful business right now that has not had to change in the last 50 years. We'll be, we'll be here for quite some time. You know, it's inevitable. Mm. But it doesn't mean that there's any business short of anti-change agents. There are some that exist here. That's very true. <laughs> I think once they all come to the table and actually recognize the benefits and actually put the trust in the people they should, um, I think that's when success happens, and that's anywhere. But it 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 it's definitely not absent here. Um, you know, I know over the time I've heard different arguments like, "Oh, I wasn't included on this," or you, "You went off and did this without me." For some people, right? And it's, HR should have the ability to do what HR is supposed to do. Here, you know, I think one of the things I very clearly understand is Chapter Twenty Two of the Code. Um, when I studied the history of the department, I you all 
you all confirmed to me to sit in the seat. You know, I came here to swing and do this job. This is my last week here. I'm still downstairs working. And I'm going to be working until I can. But it's, uh, there needs to be a degree of trust that's applied to this department for it to be successful long term. Um, and I, I'm, I'm hopeful it gets there. I'm hopeful it happens. I think it's been absent of it for quite some time. I think um, it's an area of opportunity for the city, and I'm just speaking respectfully. Um, but yeah, I think the I think the blocks will come by people, not so much by opportunity, not by the system, not by it's those that don't want to see it happen will certainly make an effort to not see it happen. Um, the question is, what's the end goal, right? And I'm going to go out knowing that everyone in this room and the people that serve in leadership in the city, I truly want to believe, has the uh, has the responsibility of doing right by their constituents. You want to give those the tools needed to be successful. Um, I think the city's moving in the right direction. I'm happy to see it move in the right direction. Um, I hope it continues to do so uh, because it, it, I think it's a loss for the city if it doesn't. Um, and it's you know you can run the cycle so many times until you get, you know until then at what point do we all learn right you know it's, um, yeah I mean I think those are to answer your question I think those are the roadblocks I think the roadblocks are going to be the people that have a hard time with change um, and uh, I think if we see if we move with vision if the if the people are supported and given the tools need to be successful we actually get there I think your department will get there. Thank you. Thank you very much. We're all set. Uh, well, let's turn the volume up. Uh, Councilors Castello or, or Dobis, do you have any questions for Paul? Well, um, yeah, if I could, can you hear me, Fred? Yeah, I can hear you. Well, first of all, I want to thank uh, again, uh, Paul Winspear. Thank you so much for your service to the city. Uh, your departure is is definitely uh, shocking and, and uh, saddening to me. I appreciate your service a lot. Uh, thank you for everything that you've done. Uh, I guess um, the, the reason I co-sponsored this, uh, this came up, uh, Councillor Lopez uh, asked some questions about the Munis software. And um, I know you talked a little bit of, of, about, you know, some of the roadblocks and stuff like that. But uh, I, I feel like, you know, uh, you know, I'm one of the more tech savvy people on the board. And, uh, and I don't understand Munis that well. If you could just briefly kind of describe what either the HRIS system uh, and or Munis, if you could just describe a little bit about it. Uh, and I think that I think that'd be very helpful. And, and if you can't give a full description this meeting, if that could happen for the next month, um, just so that, uh, you know, the council can can learn more about it. And then, uh, you know, you mentioned that there, there might be some resistance in, in the city and, you know, the council can decide what what side they want to support. But I, I'm just curious, I don't know much about the Munis software in general. Yeah, um, so I think with respect to, to what the HRIS or HM, HRMS, as we call them in the field, or HCM, as Tyler actually calls it now, um, because the name has changed since they upgraded their software. Um, what it does is it, it's a system that houses and manages the entire life cycle for an employee, right? So it, 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 it gathers all of their information as a person that we would need on an employee, but it also manages all the things that an employee would need to either have or do in a business. So if it's training, you know, you can connect that to the training module and that information and or certification or completion of said training is tracked and managed. If it's licensure, 
um, you can do that. So like we have CDL drivers, you know, you can utilize that HRIS system to track and manage licenses in the system. Um, if it's, if it's, you know, the, the list goes on, if it's benefits, et cetera. Um, and, and what it does for HR professionals is it gives us a, a, a system where not only can we manage the employee life cycle technically, right, without having to, you know, input it all manually or, or calculate things with an, or, you know, use an abacus uh, of sorts. But what it does is it, it allows us to provide accurate and effective data to management to make the right business decisions. So, for example, um, one of the things an applicant tracking system should be able to do is track what's called time to sale, right? And that's a piece of the HRIS system, right? Um, a system within itself, but it uh, it the time to fill. And that metric measures, and this is one metric, but there's, there's, there's many. We'd be here for quite some time. Um, you know, that tells, I can take that information and get it to a manager um, and say, listen, like, see, we're struggling in these areas when it comes to hiring your people, for example. And I'm just using an example. Um, and that metric helps there. For like reporting, we do the EEO4. It's actually due to happen this year. Sam Wilson's going to have to address that. Right now, we do it very manually. We have to gather that information from a different, uh, a variety of different reports and kind of compile it together. Our IT team actually helps us do that. But the HRS system is literally a button where you should be able to click EEO4 and just pop down the EEO4. Um, you know, there's that. We have to report that legally we're required to, right? So there's that piece. Um, we use that data. To metric our to, to to get an understanding of what our workforce ratios are, um, and how we're doing in terms of demographics, because we have an obligation to do that too, right? I mentioned affirmative action earlier, but um, as far as uh, what it can do, there's a lot it can do. You know, I have HRT members that are in Texas right now learning the Tyler system further, and uh, in a briefing with uh, one of my employees, uh, she had talked about how. Uh, workers' comp, for example, you can manage the entire claim through the, the entire process through units, or at least most of it. You know, when someone gets injured, you can go well into what's called ESS, it's employee self-service. There's actually an app for it now. Um, I don't think anyone knows that, but uh, you can go on there and you can report your claim, and then it, you know, assigns it, and it should do what's called feeding, right? It feeds that information over to a carrier who then takes that claim and runs with it. Um, if like that claim involves damaging property. It has the ability to take uh, that information to what car was, you know, if you're managing and tracking your cars, correct, your, your, your capital, right? Your, your actual capital assets, if you're tracking that and, it, you know, to take that and what was in, you know, what was damaged there and it all connects, right? Um, someone like, like HR folks that are going in to assess the liability that's happening at play here, um, we're able to see, like, you know, how much was lost in the process but we're also able to connect that to like our OSHA 300, our 301, our 300A, um, you know, and, and those other pieces. So there's a lot that an HRMS can do when it gets the full speed, um, when it truly gets the full speed. Um, also noting too, like it's, it's, you know, I've never met an Excel person that just knows how to do everything in Excel, right? So like there's always a room to learn. There's, I'm not negating that there, but uh you know, we definitely need and could use more of it. I think the team could benefit from that. Um, and if it's going to operate efficiently, it needs the tools to be successful. I hope that answers your question, counselor. Um, but I, I will say that in terms of this, this project, if you're asking about this project, um, particularly, this is a complex one where this system currently has a lot of cleaning up to do. We've identified that. There's, a, there's, there's definitely some cleanup that needs to happen. Um, 
you know, I think the way it was set up in the past, it, it wasn't clean. It's the best way I can put it. Um, <laughs> my advice was to ascertain the implementation team that Tyler Technologies offers. Um, it's an investment in this team, but when they come in, they, they're like gangbusters. They come in, they'll clean up your system, and they'll get you up to speed and underway. But, again, I bring that back to trust because, you know, HR's responsibility by code is to be able to manage the system. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's, been a, it's been a challenge. It's been a challenge to get there. Uh, thank uh, you, you all set, uh, Councilor Gobas, or you have uh, more questions? No, I, I have some follow-up questions. I want to th uh, thank you for the explanation, um, uh, Paul. Thank you. Uh, I don't know if it's possible uh, for the next meeting, if, if the chairman allows us to stay on the agenda, um, if we can get some kind of demo at the next meeting. I don't know if it's possible. Uh, just to, I'm sure if the, if the company or the vendor has some kind of, um, you know, uh, just something highlighting the, the software, that'd be definitely helpful. Uh, so, uh, Paul, just a follow-up question. Um, so, uh, and this is kind of kind of a loaded question, I guess. Uh, if, if things happened in the way that you originally envisioned, um, what would be the cost to update to to this software to get it fully running, uh, and would it save money uh, in the in the long run, or would it just make it more efficient? Uh, and then, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll let you answer that first. So, what we did learn is that with the last module or the last version that we updated to. There's a new module called TCM, Tyler Content Manager. And what that does is it takes what we're doing in a software called LaserFish and it actually brings it right into our unit system. Because um, right now, our like active employee files are electronic now. It's one of the projects we accomplished there. Um, and, and some of that happened for some time even prior to, but you know, we, we, we are, that's a step in that direction. Um, what that that's a new cost that the IT department is actually working on now, and I think it's something that I imagine Andrew Vernon will be presenting with his budget. Um, aside from what other modules are necessary, we already have them. Um, yeah, they they already exist. So uh, I don't have exact figures, um, but um, I know that we we currently pay for the other ones outside of TCM and outside the implementation team effort, so that's going to be a separate cost. I don't know what that dollar amount is, Council, unfortunately. Will it save us money? Oh, 100% in the long run, on the, in the long run. And that's, I think that's important to note. Um, you know, because if we're able to manage things more accurately and more specifically, you can follow the trends. You know, I think of things like like uh, linear regression and, and more of the technical speak, but um, we're able to follow the trends to know how to like mitigate our liabilities, right? Um, you know, unemployment, for example, you know, with the exception of the COVID years, I mean, I know that that used to be a concern of this council and we started tracking unemployment by the case, right? And, and there are some that you can't win, right? Chapter, you know, 25E1, very specific, you know, I'll say like an attorney said it to me once, but if, listen, if the claimant says the bus is pink, the bus is pink, you know, that's what you got. Um, but there are ways to manage your, you know, strategy comes a, becomes a big picture. And I think that's the, that's the, the word I'd like to use. It, it, it'll help the department become more strategic than it has. Um, and these are the things that I don't think many people are seeing because I give my team credit where it's due. I, I operated with a small team, but did a lot. Um, and we did a lot. And uh, 
uh, yeah, I think, I don't know if that answers your question, Council. I kind of I went on a tangent there. I apologize. No, no, no. I, I appreciate your, your, um, your answer. Uh, and again, I want to th uh, thank you um, for your service. I mean, we aren't sure uh, if this is going to remain a priority or not for the HR department <clears throat> following your departure. I'm not sure, um, but I definitely want to ask the committee to keep this on the agenda for uh, at least another month um, so that, you know, we can, we can get some more answers. Um, I, I guess my, my, my last question, and I'll leave it at this, um, Fred, um, my last question, uh, Paul, uh, so how long, so we've had some parts of this software already. How long have we had this software, uh, available or how long have we, um, how long ago do we purchase this software, uh, or parts of the software, I guess is my last question. And I'll leave it at that. So Munis was purchased in my understanding in pieces. Um, and I think it started outside of HR. I don't even think it was like HR software. You know, Munis does a lot. There's a lot you can do with Munis. Um, and I think schools is actually just learning that now. Like, you know, I worked with Burns and uh, uh, Alvin Morton to set up a demo so they could see exactly what Munis can do. And they were pretty surprised on how much it can do. Um, and uh, so it was purchased in pieces, but the items related to recruiting with the exception of the Apple tracking system, I believe, um, without having that in front of me, I want to say, it's, I think it's 2014. Um, if, uh, if my conversations with Andrew Vernon are correct, um, I want to say it, it, it's that. Um, and over time, I think there have been attempts to build it, but there's some things that play. There's been a lot of transition in the HR department. There's been some resistance outside of that. Um, I think some of it was done wrong outside of, and, you know, outside of the department's control per se, um, where that needs to be cleaned up. And I think the best thing the city could do is uh, stay to the cost now that there's a commitment of people to see this distortion. I think um, my recommendation is to bring in the, the team of experts, right? The Tyler team, the people who own this software to come in and actually help build it and clean it. Um, and uh, I think you focus on the future. I think that's the big thing is, uh, you know, I think that's the part, people are, it's easy for people to kind of harp on the past. Um, and I'm not here to, 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 to say anything negative about anyone truly. I just, I'm here to provide my parting words to what I think are some pieces that will help this department truly move forward. Um, so you all can get and retain the staff you need to be successful. Um, you know, and if, there, and if my service to the city means anything, I hope that that will be heard. Again, if my departure does nothing, at least I've given the city a roadmap. You all set, uh, Councilor Dobis? Uh, yes, I'm all set. Thank you, uh, Paul, for answering our questions, and thank you, HR uh, Committee, for uh, hosting this. Thank you. Okay, uh, Councilor Costello, do you have any questions? I just got one question. Thank you, Paul, for all your hard work and moving the HR department into the 21st century. Um, when is the audit coming? Uh, you mentioned there's going to be an audit. That's an important event. Um, do you have a date when the auditors would be here? I believe that starts at the end of this month. Um, I don't have an exact date. I'm sorry, Councillor, but I want to say it starts at the end of this month. Um, and we'll be working with the uh, Employers Association in the Northeast. Okay, thank you.
Um, and also, Councillor Dovis, um, I forgot to mention this. I'm, you know, I'm happy to take some time to come back, but this is my last week, so I, I'm not, you know, I think these updates will come from uh, Sam Wilson and Rich Merchant, if not both, um, going forward. Um, unless, I, you know, the city will have me, I'm happy to, to again, I'll say it a million times, I'm happy to help. Um, but yeah, I, I know you spoke to like just, you know, showing up next week, but this is my last week here. <laughs> No, no, I understood. I, I didn't mean you specifically. I just meant to the committee if uh, if the next okay. representative could bring a, a demo of, of that uh, uh, Munis system, uh, I would appreciate it. But no, no, I, I I appreciate your service, Paul. I wouldn't expect you to come back, but I, I appreciate it. No, and I'm happy to come back and volunteer to help. Don't get me wrong. Like, I'm just clarify that. But um, what I can do is uh, um, I still got some stuff to crank out tonight, so I can share that over to you, Vernon, and I'm sure he'd be happy to get that set up. Yeah, the only thing uh, I was going to suggest ab about the demonstration is I know sometimes. Oh, sorry. Nope. Nope. Wait a minute. I think we'll always cables here. I'll just move forward to grab that one. I think we're all set. Um, one thing I was going to mention, kind of dovetailing uh, Councilor Dobis's uh, request, is I know sometimes some companies don't have like a demo version of software, particularly if it's, it's pretty involved. So. If that's not available, maybe they have like a video or YouTube that they've done or a train or part of a training seminar that they've done where at least you could play back, you know, a demonstration portion of how the program's supposed to work. That might be helpful if the actual program can't be set up on a computer and, and, and shown to us. Just wanted to, you know, throw that out there. You, know, you can have Vern work on that or whatever, but just wanted to, you know, give that as an option. So, thank of course. You. Um, yes, I know they do demos. Um, I've sat in on a few of them. Actually, I was actually uh, very appreciative to Marie who gave us some pay space to uh, uh, use to, uh, um, to to actually learn about what this system can do um, and we see it firsthand, you know, versus how we're using it. So, uh, my team has gone through demos. We've gone through mock testing just to using like a controlled environment outside of our actual system that Tyler provides to walk through step-by-step -step what it can do and what it really looks like in fruition. Um, I, it's a beautiful thing as an HR nerd. <laughs> um, I will say that it, it truly is, but it's also, it's the norm these days, you know, it's definitely necessary, you know, just like you have a maintenance department, they need an enterprise asset management system to manage their capital, right? Like you. Yeah, the planning department needs GIS system to do their job. The HR needs the HIS system. And uh, yeah, so I think uh, I think both is attainable, but I'll leave, I'm going to forward that to Vern and put the bug in his ear to reach out to them. I'm sure he's happy to do so. And from me, I just wanted to thank you for all that you've done for the city. I know you've spearheaded a lot of modernization efforts. Um, and, I, and I know there's that's always a continuous process. So. I wanted to thank you for doing that. And it's been a pleasure you know, working with you when I've had to come in and ask you questions. You've always been there to provide me answers. So thank you. And I wish you well in your future endeavors. Sorry thank to see you leave. No, we all wish you well. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you all. I'd just like to say a couple words if I can. Did I declare a vote? No. Didn't you get a vote? I want to thank Paul, too. Um, I worked on a special project with him with the facilities division on the that. We had many, many meetings with me, him, and the attorney, and uh, going through the whole process. It was a great process. 
Um, we work on, I think uh, we come up with a good person for facilities. Paul and I talked about it. Yeah. Um, and he guided me and I guided him a little bit in my knowledge and his knowledge. Yeah. So I want to thank you for the facilities division of it. Uh, went very well. Mm -hmm. And I appreciate all your help on that um, on behalf of the city because uh, I enjoy working with you. Thank, thank you, sir. Thank you. Uh, and, and yeah, that was a very fun project for me. Thank you, Paul. Motion to place on file. Is there any other questions? Okay. Yep. Second. Please call the roll. Thank you. <laughs> yes. Lorraine? Yes. Lorraine? Yes. 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 That's fine. No, I, th I think that's from over the. I think it's from over the end. Uh, 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 Dan will explain it. Yeah, oh, yeah. Dan's yeah. going to handle that. Uh, yeah. The guy, you know, put it on call for not opening doing things right. Finally, the open meeting law. The sheet's on the bottom. Okay. Huh? No. No. I have to zero in favor of placing on file. <coughs> Dan, is this what you want? Like? You got one more order, right? Right. Yeah, one more. You want me to read the order for you, Jim? Because I have it right here. <coughs> yeah, sure. Oh, okay. All right. I just want to get rid of this. Uh, okay. Meeting law. So. All right. Um, yeah, item number five, be in order that the city, the city council meet to discuss the open meeting law complaint filed by Patrick Higgins received on April 9th, 2023. Right. Yeah. And I'll turn that over to our attorney, Dan Garvey, to explain.
seven days post-meeting, and wasn't able to find the posting. The one adjustment that we have made with the IT department is we're going to allow all postings to remain indefinite. So if someone wants to come look for a meeting notice after the meeting has place, taken place for whatever reason, typically the notices are for people who want to go to a meeting, but then we're just going to leave it on the website indefinitely. So if someone comes three days, ten days, a year later, and they want to see the posting, it'll be on our website. So we did properly post that meeting, and we have made the adjustment to allow those postings to remain indefinitely on the website. So I do not believe we violated the open meeting law on that. Again, I'm not going to look at it in the second year or 2050. Right now it's 2050, which is 26 years from now. So we're going to probably update the negative differently, but it's going to be here at least for the next 26 years. Okay. Probably by then we'll have a new system, but again, it will be posted and remain on the website for the foreseeable. Who's Mr. Patrick Higgins? Is he a city resident? Because I don't think anybody knows who he is. Yeah, no. My understanding is he is not a city city resident. He is uh, a person who, uh, I believe, according to the information I have, is a resident of Alabama. He mm -hmm. was a resident of Massachusetts at some point in time, but I think if you curious city postings and to make sure that the open meeting laws are followed. But I understand it's not a city of Chicago. Thank you. But the second issue that came up was according to the open meeting laws, we are, or at least when a person comes and wants to video or audio, audio take a meeting, that person has an affirmative duty to come and inform the chairperson. But now that Zoom has come about, the city of Chicopee now through Zoom and through our own technology, actually videotapes and some type of audio tapes and on occasion videotapes the meeting. So technically, I suppose he could say that we violated that particular rule. But if you recall that particular meeting, there was nobody participating by Zoom. There was nobody here in person other than the counselors and the applicant who was a city employee at that time or at least a volunteer on the planning board. So we probably thought there's nobody here, there's nobody on Zoom. Why are we why are we asking people if they're videotaping? But I guess the better practice is, and in the future we will ask whether there's anybody here in public input or anybody on Zoom. We will ask the question to see if anyone's audio or videotaping meeting. We may have noticed that we've now Agnes, myself, and uh President Plan has put together a checklist to make sure that we hit all the highlights. Um, I think it was a technical violation, but I will respond accordingly and explain to Mr. Higgins that we have taken a corrective course of All I really need is questions, but we do need a motion from the committee along the line of the answer. So moved. A motion to um, allow the law department to respond to the open meeting law violation 
as authorized by the uh, Human Resources Committee. I, I just have one question, oh, sorry, Dan. Let me turn the volume up. Sorry about that, Councilor Costello. Sorry. Go, go I ahead. Question. Um, when you respond to this, um, where does the response go? Does it go to the Attorney General's office? Set. Thank you. Okay. Um, then I will just uh, basically restate my motion that the um, uh, Human Resources Committee allow the law department to respond to the uh, open meeting law uh, violation complaint filed by uh, Patrick Higgins. Second. Second. I don't know if we're right, but it's okay. I don't know if we have to We're we ask them. Right. Well, we authorize yeah, the law department. Uh, please. Call the roll. Uh, 
Yes. 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 Okay, this, this has got to get signed too. No, that's one with no one's no blue. Okay. You signed it off. Okay. What is this one? Uh, it, in there. it didn't have all of the wording. Oh. She threw it in there. Okay. This is for this one that we just did for the opening. And that one's the last one. So we're going to redo it. Oh, that's right. It wasn't the right one that was coming. Okay. Yeah, get rid of all this. Yeah, I have a sign. Make sure that's good, yeah. Motion approves the minutes of April 25th. Second. Motion to adjourn. Roll call. Yes. 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 And then motion to adjourn. Seconded by Mr. Roy. Yes. 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 Good night to all. Thank you.